0: Welcome to Season 4 of Dreams and Bones, the podcast designed to help us all learn more about practicing the art of creative living. This podcast is part of Grow Me A Story, our website dedicated to the idea that everyone is creative. An inch by inch, row by row, we want to help you grow the creative dreams and bones in your life through conversation with other creatives. My name is Paul Roberts.
1: And I'm his wife, Carol. As your creativity cultivators, Paul and I have been bringing special guests to you since the beginning of 2022 to talk with us about the deep joy and meaning that comes
0: from practicing the art of creative living. Throughout the month of November, we will be sharing parts of our interview with our good friend Alex Cook, who has used his creativity and passion for music to become a music event promoter. Today we hear more about where Alex has been and perhaps where he's going on his creative journey. Well, we're just glad the Creator has
1: brought him here for this season of his life. We hope you enjoy Episode 2 of our Dreams and Bones interview with music promoter, Alex Cook.
0: Do you think of yourself as musically skilled, talented? No.
2: no. No. Well, I used to like to sing, but during COVID especially, mm-hmm. I a lot of the stores were empty of bleach. And we found a bottle of bleach. I thought bleach oh. is bleach, but it ended up being undiluted industrial bleach. Uh-huh. And we used a lot of it, and I did. I so burn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So since then, if I talk too much or even try to sing, to, you know, yeah. beyond. Then I end up coughing. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it sounds like I got COVID.
0: I didn't get COVID, but I still got struck by it anyways. Oh, yeah.
2: So
0: so talk to me for a minute. You are you are a music promoter. Yes. Fair for me to say Yes. That? Okay. I don't know what that means, Alex. Uh, tell me. Uh... Well,
2: over the years, it's been different things. I've worked for other groups. Like, I'll come in and I'll... I'll map out their entertainment for the year, like at a fairground or a venue. Um, I did stuff at Moses Lake at Grand County Fairground and another venue there. Um, And so I've been all over the country, Um, St. Louis, Dayton, Michigan, Seattle, Portland. Humboldt County was one of my favorites. And that was just probably not, not, but they had a really, the North Country Fair was really just an experience that was just different. Not the drugs. I was never into that. But mm-hmm. I mean, I was just all over the country, different places. Uh-huh. Florida. Um, the only place I I didn't like I was in Connecticut, and the time I was there it was like in February, mm-hmm. and it was an ice storm. I did. I, I spent a whole winter in Duluth, Minnesota, and I was in a year in the cities in Minneapolis-St. Paul area mm-hmm. too. And those winters are really bad and Duluth was really bad because it's it's like San Francisco only with a lot more ice. Mm-hmm. But in Connecticut when it get there there's a lot of ice storms in the winter. Yeah. And you can't walk even with with uh, cleats. It's yeah. just like you're
1: huh? taking
2: your life into it. So I learned how to balance really well. Yeah. The but, um, no, there's been a lot of interesting yeah. places. Wichita is probably one of my favorite towns too. Mm-hmm. It's um, they had the Tallgrass Film Festival there, mm-hmm. and they have a lot of different music and stuff there. And it's kind of, it goes, it's kind of reminds me of Wallace in a little bit, where it's a very boomer-bust town. Mm-hmm. It goes through a lot of empty spaces, and mm-hmm. then it has, when I was there, it just like building back um, an arts scene.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And um, Rose McGowan is one of the people involved with Tallgrass. And mm-hmm. So she, she's brought a lot of people that festival and it's but that was more on the film and the art side but there's still a lot of music Mm -hmm. attached to that too and wichita is also very diverse musically where you have like the redneck cowboys Mm -hmm. but you also have the arts crowd and you have the rock crowd Mm -hmm. and that kind of reminds me of here too yeah yeah we have wallace and the silver valley is very eclectic Mm -hmm. musically
1: yes
2: a little bit something well just each town has its own flavor too Mullen is definitely like 80s rock Well, this is actually surprisingly more country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like most of the, the venues around here play a lot of country. I would say even metal's. Mm-hmm. It's called metal's, but it, they play a lot of country. Yeah, yeah. So, and then I would say that um, Kellogg is more like the pop music for kids, are mm-hmm. even like the like punk rock is coming back, mm-hmm. which is ironic because mm-hmm. like bands that I grew up with, like Blink-182 and... Some 41, like they're involved. Now they're nostalgic acts. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So like now I'm nostalgic <laughs> yeah, too. I exactly. don't like that part. That's right. I mean, there's a band called Lit, and they have like gray
1: hair. <laughs> so of course they were older than me, but still. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. <laughs> now when you uh you talked about like you were working with the the music and the kids and then youth group and then you kind of didn't go to either of them and then you said you kind of headed out. So at that point were you working for someone or how did that whole music promoter thing begin?
2: Well it went ironically enough, uh, well I I worked for other companies during the early 2000s -hmm. and then I gave it up for a couple of years because I was helping my mom do some online Mm -hmm. stuff and I've always liked to drive Um, but in 2005 a band that I'd worked with in the late '90s asked me they wanted to play a show in Spokane, and I'd come back to Spokane at that time. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to do a thing with the, the Gonzaga Bulldogs. They had a, uh, I think it was like a college tournament that year, mm-hmm. like where they had all the different colleges come in that year. It was mm-hmm. the it was like one of the years that Gonzaga was really on the up, mm-hmm. and they were getting big, but still not too up yet. Mm-hmm. So they asked me, they wanted to play. So I put this show together called the Bulldog Bash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I brought them up. And then uh, I met some other bands during that. And then one of the other bands ended up forming like, you know, can you manage us? And and so I started doing shows for them. And they were um, the lead singer's father lived in Moses Lake. Oh. So in the process of calling the venue in Moses Lake, it's like sorry we closed. But it just so happens there's a new venue Across the street from us, and he literally walks out and goes across the street to the other venue, hands me the phone. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, you couldn't have got better timing. Right, you. right. <clears throat> so I did that for a couple of years, and then um, that formed a relationship with the fairgrounds there. Okay. And so it kind of led to doing that kind of stuff, too. And that was like in Moses Lake, especially, was uh, not just diverse. Western musically, but um, mm-hmm. Latin
1: music was oh, popular there. Too. Yeah, sure. So it yeah, because kind of ex- there's a large Hispanic yeah. population there.
2: So it kind of expanded yeah. more, and then you got th- I got to meet different bands coming through town. It was like. Moses Lake was like the perfect segue between Spokane and Seattle, or even sure. between Missoula
1: mm. and Seattle. Like if they wanted a show between the yeah. mm. places.
2: So it was far enough away from Seattle. It was kind of still a little bit too close to Spokane, but still far enough away from Seattle that okay. it made a great stop. And that's what I like, kind of like about Wallace, too. It's also kind of in that in yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm hoping for in the future anyway.
0: Are you starting or currently working on a creative project but don't know what to do next? Do you need someone to talk to? Someone who will give you feedback and tools to get your creativity back on track. This is what Grow Me A Story is all about. Paul and Carol Wollum-Roberts, your creativity cultivators, will help you start, continue, or complete creative projects, big or small. Visit www.growmeastory.com to learn how Paul and Carol can help. Now, back to dreams and bones.
2: But no, it's, it's it just grew into that, and then um, I'd actually bought a house in Texas mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, and I came up to get my mom, so um, she wouldn't be on her own. Mm-hmm. And literally, just just before we had intended on leaving, she just we were at the bank. To get her stuff in arranged and but didn't quite finish, unfortunately. Mm. Um, but she just collapsed.
1: And was she here or was she in Spokane? She was I mean, in Spokane. Okay.
2: Yeah. I had i had got the place in Texas and mm-hmm. and the goal was to
1: get her down there. Get her there. there and
2: yeah. didn't did I still haven't made it to Texas. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a because of the, the housing market right. yeah the, during COVID, it was like, yeah, if you don't buy it. So I did you're not going to get it. And I had tried um, buying a place down in um, South Padre area. Mm-hmm. But it just went quick. Mm-hmm. So I ended up finding a lake place in Lake Stamford which is north of Abilene. Mm-hmm. And there was a good neurological um, doctor mm-hmm. there that it wasn't the same. The one thing about um, Brownsville and McAllen and South Padre is like it's like old people. I didn't want to live there necessarily but because of all of the Snowbirds that live there yeah. medically would have mm-hmm. been good for my mom. Okay. Um, and Abilene turns out that that's why I, I chose it. And plus, I just wanted to sit on the dock and fish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm tired of of the music business.
1: You're ready to go. settle down and instead of going, going, huh? Yeah. yeah, it is. It is. It's
2: very political, mm-hmm. and I'm not. No. Yeah. And even around here, I've it's just figuring out a way to work with people Sure. make
0: it happen. Yeah. Which which seems to me, I will say, it, it, I, I I admire uh, that about you. It feels like you are such a people person. You you know people, and Carol knows people, and uh, I'm on that side of of the personality that says I don't know people, and, <laughs> and it seems like you just do that very easily. Uh, it, it's it's wonderful to watch you. Um, <sighs> Uh, and and to know some of what's some of what you've done in your in your time here, I feel like you know more Silver Valley people than I do, <laughs> um, and it's just kind of cool. And I think that must be a gift in in what you're what you're doing, um, and in what you've always sort of done is yes. just your ability to connect with people. Yes, you agree with me, good.
2: Yeah, it's like well, I'm I'm either all or nothing. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to live here in Wallace, I'm going to jump in, yeah. jump deep in. Although I'm never running for anything here. Right. Right. I admire everyone who runs here. The mayor is awesome. Mm-hmm. The council is awesome. Um, in fact, I admire them even extra for seeing some of the things for a show behind the scenes. Oh, sure. And just, I'm sure all of the complaints and different things they have to deal with. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to be some kind of person to be the mayor of this town or any kind of mayor, right. any kind of politician. Right. Mm-hmm. I I... I would not make a, a good council person right mm-hmm. there because it would it'd be very hard. Yeah. But I do get along well. I'm not the last few years have been very politically charged too mm-hmm. and especially in places like Nashville or other places where Nashville is a very blue city in a very red state. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. have both. Yeah. Yeah. And trying to work with everybody it's impossible. If you if you make a statement that somebody doesn't like then you're you're out. You're yeah. either one or the other. So I, I have... And I like people. I like. Yeah. I don't want to be pigeonholed into a red or a blue. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not that. Mm-hmm. I'm maybe more conservatively politically, but there's a lot of social things that I agree with, mm-hmm. and, you know, I, I don't want to make anybody an enemy. I yeah. don't... Like, just biblically, we don't fight against flesh and blood. Right. Yes. And I don't want to fight against people, because... Mm-hmm the people, even if they don't agree with me, that's not my enemy. Right, Mm -hmm. right. They have their perspective, they have their opinions, and so I just will respect that. And musically, too, there's, in the politics of music, there's a lot of, once you cross the political line, there's no coming back, because then you're gone for good. Mm -hmm. And and that's not the reason I kind of am more neutral politically, but it's no fun.
1: Right. (laughs) Or if you try to take it back, They'll say, well, look what you did here, yeah. and, you know. And
2: it lives forever on social media, yes. so I've been very yeah. savvy. In fact, I yeah. never had Facebook until I moved here either.
1: Well, and that was, that's <laughs> one of the things that I feel like from very early on, you've used Facebook, in my opinion, just seeing what you do, just to be positive and promote wonderful things around <laughs> here. And that's, what's, and that's what I like about Facebook. I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there that social media isn't great for, but it is good for a lot of things. Yeah. And it is good to say, hey, you know, the parlor bakery in Kellogg's great. Go oh, down yeah. and get something. It's probably a
2: good thing they're in Kellogg. Yeah, I know. Three <laughs> times the size of their
1: Exactly. But you do. You you know, I mean if you see something you like and you've enjoyed being there and you've you know, you'll tell people and it's great. I mean, and that's what that's what's nice mm-hmm. is um and and I would assume you you know as a promoter I mean that's what you do you, yeah you know I was a public relations major it's kind of, and that's kind of why I went into it was oh like you get to write good things about people and yeah. you know and that's yeah. and that's what I wanted to do I wanted to kind of have a positive instead of because I started out in journalism and I didn't want to be an investigator yeah. I wanted yeah. you know I wanted to be the positive thing yeah and yeah and, yeah, and you
2: clearly are yeah. too <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs>
0: Thank you for joining us for another year of conversations with people who live creative lives. Carol, any thoughts on today's episode?
1: I liked how Alex shared about all the different places that he has been. You know, he started out in Spokane, went to Moses Lake, Washington, Wichita, Nashville, Connecticut, all kinds of places, and, and just the different experiences he had there.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, as we bring this episode to a close, we would like to thank you for listening to this program. Would you like to see what else we do at Grow Me A Story? Visit www.growmeastory.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter, read our Fertile Ground blog posts, and find more ways to learn about living a creative life. Join us next Friday for another episode
1: of our interview with Alex Cook. And don't forget to subscribe to Dreams and Bones, on either Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. Just search and subscribe to any of these apps on your phone and you will be notified each Friday when another episode of Dreams and Bones has been published.